Good morning. Today is April 28th, Tuesday, and today is Yom Hazikaron, which is Israel's Remembrance Day. Last year, I had the privilege to be in Israel for Yom Hazikaron, Israel's Remembrance Day, and that leads directly tonight and tomorrow to Yom HaAtzma'ut, Israel's Independence Day. There is nothing like it in the world. If you have been in Israel at that time, you can appreciate it. And if you have not been, I urge you to make it a plan at least once in your life to be in Israel for these two days. You will never forget it. I spent most of the day, Yom HaZikaron last year, at Har Herzl, which is the national military cemetery in Jerusalem. And the same scene was taking place at military cemeteries throughout Israel. It is a day of national unity, remembrance. It's a day of filled with families visiting cemeteries, loved ones, socializing, crying remembering, telling stories. And it is crucial for us to appreciate what it means for Israel to go through Yom HaZikaron this year with the cemeteries closed. Of course, it is necessary. It's the correct decision. But we need to remember the cost. And I want to share with you something from Sivan Rahav Meir that she heard from someone who tried to place an appreciation of what this year's Yom HaZikaron will be for Israel and the Jewish people within our context based on an idea in this week's Torah portion. This week's Parsha is Achrimos Kedoshim, the double portion, and it begins by discussing Aharon, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, we had learned before that, tragically, two of his sons had died. And in our Parsha, Aharon is given instructions about the holiest duty that he will ever have, the holiest prayer on the holiest day, when he alone, the Kohen Gadol, is called into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holy of Holies and the Beit HaMikdash, on Yom Kippur. And the Torah tells us that at this holiest moment of the holiest day for the holiest person, he is required to go into that room alone. No one else is allowed to be there. And it is precisely because of the restriction that he is required to be alone that his power at that moment is so great. The, the moment of isolation is intimate, it's quiet, it's holy, but he does not go in and represent only himself. Through that isolation and through that intimacy and through that quiet, he represents the entire nation. 
and he prays for the entire congregation of Israel. Today, it's as if we are all Kohen Gadol, high priests. Each one of us is alone in our own home, but we are spiritually connected with those who are distant from us in this world and with those who are present in the world to come. Yael Shevach is a woman in Israel. She's the widow of Rabbi Raziel Shevach, who was killed in a terrorist attack two years ago. And she wrote these words. On Yom Azikaron, she said, do not remember us. Do not think about me and my children. On Yom Azikaron, do not have compassion for me no more than on any other day because the memory for us is constant every day. We have no special days to remember him, meaning her husband, since we do this every day of the year. Yom Azikaron is not a holiday for those of us who remain, but for those who have fallen. Remember him. Remember them. Learn. Read about them. Remember how great they were and in their merit, how great we are. So on Yom Azikaron, I will commemorate gloriously and with pride that I merited and continue to merit to bear his mark forever. And I will hear about stories about others who have fallen, that they too left their marks on the living. And I will push aside mourning and bereavement for these days to come. So I want to share with you a story. Last year, as I mentioned, I was at Har Herzl, the National Military Cemetery in Jerusalem. I spent most of the day walking around. It's jam-packed. Every military cemetery is filled with families and friends who have come to remember, mourn, pay tribute. And I spent most of the day walking around, and I would go over to people in a very sensitive way, especially if people were alone, if there were not a lot of people there, if they were sitting quietly. And I would ask them if they would be willing to tell me the story of the person they were visiting, the story of the fallen soldier they were visiting, how they died, how they lived. And especially people who are alone, especially older people, were very willing to share with me and it was incredible, the stories that I heard. And I want to share with you just one of the stories that I heard last year while I was at Har Herzl. I heard this story from a young man whose name is Benny. And he was visiting the grave of his friend, Eyal. Benny and Eyal went together into Lebanon in 2000. They were close friends from childhood. And in that war in Lebanon, 2000, Eyal was killed in battle, and he is buried on Har Herzl. And Benny came, as he does every year, to visit his friend's grave. So he told us this story about his friend Eyal. At that time, he was 21 years old. 
And he said that his friend Ayal understood things about life that most people his age do not yet understand. He had a wisdom beyond his years. And he said, just as they were crossing the border from Israel into Lebanon, there's a high ridge on the northern border of Israel. And as they're crossing over into Lebanon, Eyal says, Benny, turn around. And Benny didn't understand what he meant. And Eyal repeated, Benny, turn around. So Benny turns around on the top of this ridge and he sees the entire north of Israel. And then Benny understood the message Eyal was trying to transmit to him. As they were going into danger, as they were going into battle, they needed to remind themselves of why they were going, who they were going to defend. Every soldier knows the mission, what they are going to do, where they have to go, what they need to accomplish. But that small act focused the two of them on why and for whom they were going. That is the sense of Yom HaZikaron this day in Israel. Recognizing the sacrifice and recognizing who it is for. Am Yisrael Chai.